Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, your host for another great episode of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash, with you again here on the Dark Knight mic. And ladies and gentlemen, I am here, like I said, it is Sunday, October the 2nd, and I have many news articles to discuss, many hot topics to sit here that's tantalizing on the end of my tongue right now that I have been waiting to talk about the whole week. So before I get into anything here, I'm going to go ahead and let everyone know that next week I will not be back until next Sunday. That will be on October the 9th. So I will be back on the show for for another episode on the 9th of October. Uh, I I have my daughter's Halloween birthday bash uh, here on Saturday. Um, It's going to be on the 8th, and we have a lot of prep work still ahead of us to try to get everything done. It's a big costume party. She's excited. It should be a big blowout, big fun. And October is the the time of the month, the season of the year that I enjoy the most besides Christmas. I love Halloween. I love everything about it. You know, it's, I love communities coming together. Um, And there is a lot of communities here in Ohio and all throughout the United States that that celebrate Halloween, trick or treat for the kids. And I'm going to tell you this year in particular is going to be special for, for young kids. So again, if you can, and you have the the means and the funds to do it, please pass out candy. You know, get into the spirit, dress up, uh, do it for your community. If you have local trunk or treats, get out there for the kids. Uh, It's fun. It's memorable for kids. And it's it's a way to, especially if if you've got kids of your own, if if you want to be more family-oriented, get out. Get out with your kids. Trick or treat, trunk or treat, get out there. There's a lot of churches that do a lot of festive fall Halloween fun as well. That's safe in your communities, but but get out there. Be active, especially in your in your kids and your communities and their lives. Now, getting in to tonight's news, we have a lot of it, but the topics are going to range from many different categories. But the, the first one that I want to talk about, I could not, 
I, I have to go after this one first. Now, for the last three weeks, I have been talking about the immigration issue as it sits here in the good old U.S. of A. And what have I been telling everybody? I have been telling everybody that the Democratic Party, the White House, Joe Biden's administration, everyone keeps saying, well, Mr. Nash, why aren't they fixing these problems? They don't want to fix these problems. I have been going on since Joe Biden got into office. We're going into this for two years now. And with the crisis picking up momentum, and it is, we have large amounts of, of fentanyl coming across the southern border. Matter of fact, there was an article yesterday. This was in the New York Times that they did a drug bust coming across the border. They said it had three times the amount of fentanyl that they found in this raid. They said it could, it could seriously, no joke, kill over half of the U.S. population. That's how much they confiscated. That is what is flowing, flowing freely across the southern border. Then you add in the crime, the sex trafficking. We have no idea what kind of terroristic activities are coming across. And what have I said? The Democratic Party, Joe Biden's administration, they are not going to do anything because of key reasons. They want to keep power. They're hoping they win, keep control of the House or the Senate. For what reason? They want to make all of these people coming in citizens to vote the Democratic Party way every time to become a one-party system and to keep power. This is all this is about. And the hell with everyone else and their problems. You have a loved one that's been murdered by someone who's come in here illegally, who's a criminal, too bad. You have people who are coming across their sex trafficking, not only immigrants coming into this country, small children. You have the criminal elements themselves coming in snatching up American citizens, and most of it is female youth, for sex trafficking through the cartels. Where is the national outcry in this? Well, you're not going to get it from the far left. It doesn't fit their, their priority why they're allowing this to happen. Now, we have heard for several weeks... I talked about Governor Abbott in Texas. I have talked about Ron DeSantis in Florida. And I have talked about how they themselves and a couple other key Republican governors are shipping illegal immigrants to blue states, primarily sanctuary city states. And what's happening? You're getting an uproar from these from these sanctuary cities, from the people in charge. We can't have that. We can't have these people coming into, not, not to our city. 
Well, I have to have this article here brung up. It, it came out the 30th of September, here three days ago. It was on Fox News. It did not make a lot of coverage. You had a couple networks that covered this, but MSNBC, CNN did not. They wouldn't go anywhere near this. And that was your own Congresswoman, Nancy Pelosi, out there in the comment that she made about immigrants going into Florida and how she didn't understand why Ron DeSantis and people in Florida wanted to send them away from Florida. And this, this is the top of the headline here. Pelosi decimated for claiming illegal immigrants need to stay in Florida to, and I quote, pick the crops down there. Oh, she got destroyed on social media, primarily on Twitter, for that comment by even her own party. Why? November's coming. Remember what I said? Not winter. November's coming. Midterm elections. We have to watch what we say. This did not fit the script. So I'm going to read this to everybody. It says, Twitter melted down after Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi claimed that Floridian farmers need, need illegal immigrants to stay in their state to pick the crops. Critics slammed that Pelosi, her remarks were demeaning of immigrants and that she openly admitted America should welcome in and profit off illegal immigrants. During a Friday press conference, Pelosi railed against governors relocating illegal immigrants from southern states to northern ones because they need to stay and pick the crops down there. Now, the comment was clearly a dig at Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican of Florida, for moving two planes full of illegal immigrants, 50, to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts here about three and a half weeks ago. Now, why am I bringing this article up? Well, it shows the hypocrisy in the Democratic Party, especially in the far left itself. Now granted, I, I already knew this about Nancy Pelosi. I think most people already have got that vibe off her and many other familiar faces in the Democratic Party. And it, it wasn't here just lately. It's been for years that these people have been in office. They want to scream the race card every time Every time a bill is presented, every time an issue comes up that they think that they can garner support, that they can throw themselves in to try to look righteous, why? Well, to garner support for their, their party, their branch, the power, to keep the power, the power struggle itself, to keep security in their own ranks. Well, it backfired. See, if anything of the 
what I like to call the communist movement has taught me, which you should already know, the listener, the American public, yourselves. Here's the one thing that everyone should know about a communist. They're never satisfied with anything. And they will eat each other, not just the opposite side in which they deem irrehensible. They will eat their own party if they feel their own party has is destroying their, their base, their own narrative within. In this case, it's Nancy Pelosi. She did the Floridian slip of the tongue with suggesting that we profit off of illegal immigrants and then furthermore stating that the only thing that they're good for is basically slave labor, picking crops in Florida. I'm surprised she didn't get on about how that was cheap labor. I'm surprised. I'm, I am. I'm, I'm laughing surprised that she didn't go on about how well we need to keep them because it's cheap labor. And that's why everyone has pounced on her about her comments here. But here's the thing. Why, why is that surprising that this just came out of her mouth now? She and her own party have made these comments year after year. This has been going on for 20 or 30 years now, these comments. where Why all of a sudden is the far left, the communist country here, or should you say, excuse me, the, 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 the part of our country that's the small portion that are communists, that's been brainwashed. Why are they mad about Nancy Pelosi stating a true fact about the nature of their own party? Folks, this is how the Democratic Party thinks. Nancy Pelosi has been in office for many, many of years. If you look at her record, she has profited. Her family has profited off of the backs of working Americans. And yes, off of the backs of illegal immigration. She's stating a fact. So is this a surprise to her that everyone's getting pissed off at her, even her own party? Of course it is. She doesn't understand why the truth is offending people. Well, that's because you have turned this liberal side of the Democratic Party in on itself, where anything and everything you say, it doesn't matter if it's fact, fiction, it doesn't matter if there's truth to it or not, they're offended. This is what American has, has turned into. We're offended over anything and everything. Now, the comment that she made is a negative comment. I, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not defending Nancy Pelosi by any means. I'm just going to go ahead and say it like I've been saying from the get-go. The whole issue with illegal immigration needs to be stopped. There shouldn't be anybody coming in here. If you want to come into the country, and this is why the Latino vote is going Republican. This is why the Democratic Party can't understand 
why they have lost the Latino vote. Well, you've pissed off the Latino communities because the people that's here in the United States are here legally. They attained citizenship here legally. They have work to get in to become an American citizen, or they have work visas and they went through this process and the steps to get in to work here and live here legally. Or the individuals coming across the border now with free flow in here with no consequence, it's pissed them off. So you wonder why there's the backlash and the party backlash within itself. Well, again, the Democratic Party looked no further than the monster that they made within their own party. You allow the divide. You allow this insignificant group to become a large majority problem within your party and around the country now. You've let lawlessness reign in. Truth has become a lie. It's unacceptable now. You are teaching race-baiting policies here in the United States. Look at no further than our universities. And if people are saying, well, now wait a minute, now, now how is that how is that a fact with it's being taught in universities by the Democratic Party? Well, here's a great example of it right here. Look at we find this here. <clears throat> Look at this article I had here. It was on Fox and the Hill here. It says University of Chicago students organize hosts BIPAC only discussion about race on campus. This is what the Democratic Party, the liberal side, the communist party of it. This is what's going on in all of the major universities that you send your children to. That's the indoctrination level, and it's also happening in K through 12. Look at the destruction of the teachers and, and, and school unions. The National Association of, of Education. Look at the fight going on right now in public schools where you have parents who are tired of this. They know exactly what I'm talking about and what I'm getting at here. And this is why you have the rise up with angry moms and angry dads now taking over, running for positions in their school districts to get on the school council to stop the insanity that's being indoctrinized on our kids. This is why you see a lot of colleges right now, they're starting to fight back. We have an inner war going on here in the United States, and it's very political. But it goes no further than, again, Nancy Pelosi's comments. It's a great example of what's going on. So again, why is Nancy Pelosi's own party, the own Democratic Communist Party, attacking her? Again, elections are coming up. They don't like the facts being said when it is the truth and they know it's the truth and they don't care. It's the truth. It's the fact of the matter in which she, she said it on a national stage and we are less 
than a month out from the November elections. And right now, the polls are showing the Democratic Party is in trouble. And they know this. Not with just the House, the Senate as well. They know this. That's just like this article that I have here. Go ahead and bring this up here. Give me just a second here. I've got a lot of articles here. So I'm trying to go through the article that I'm looking for here. Right here. It's from Newsmax. Article right here. It says, um, <clears throat> Rep. Mike Turner says, Wild West spending spree if Dems lose House majority. This came out today. October the 2nd. It says, Democrats will stage a Wild West spending spree if Washington turns Republican and they win the House in November while trying to push through every package they can before having to relinquish the gravel. This is according to Mike Turner and many other Republicans, and even you got independents saying the same thing here. If the Democrats lose the House, because they're not going to be able to hold the Senate, but if they lose the House too, they're going to try to push through everything they can before they have to relinquish the gravel of power. And they're absolutely right. You want to talk about a spending spree? You've already seen it here the last six months. They're going to double their efforts. They're going to double their efforts to push through every crippling agenda that they can on the American public and on the economy. They don't give a damn. Again, that's why you're seeing all of these comments, like, like I just told you from Nancy Pelosi. They're mad because she spoke out on a truthful statement. Their party, that's the way their party thinks. This has been the way it has been forever. And rather, no one pays attention to it or you're asleep at the wheel. This is nothing new. And it's not just the, the Democratic Party. You have some in the Republican Party that are the same way. It's nothing new. These comments and the way these people think is nothing new. The slander, the slaveristic viewpoint in which they look at the world as they look down upon everybody. That's how they think, folks. And you voted them in and you continue to elect these individuals for your said state. This is why I keep saying elections have consequences. People need to start looking at what these individuals who are running, what their platform is, what they're running for, what they want to institute. Forget what they do in their personal lives. I could care less. Doesn't matter what the party is. I could care less what the individual does in their spare time. I don't care if they have multiple lovers. I could care less 
what kind of car they drive, where they live. I could care less if they want to use foul language that's unpresidential. I don't give a damn. Look at the policies and what they want to institute to you. That's all you need to pay attention to. And I guarantee if people would start looking at that key factor, you would not have voted for half the individuals that's in office right now. And Nancy Pelosi is a great example of that. Voted in year after year. And you look at her record, what has she done? What has she accomplished? Not a damn thing. And her comments pointed at illegal immigrants or not. You can see how she thinks and she belittles people that she looks down on. It's not just immigrants. She views the American public, the American voter, the same way. You are beneath her. You are beneath their party. This is another great example of why I hate parties. This is why I'm an independent. I'm a conservative, but I'm an independent. I don't like the Republicans, and I sure as hell don't like Democrats. George Washington is 100% correct. Our first American president. Parties will destroy the foundation of this country. Look at the gridlocks that it does in Congress. Look how it causes bipartisan divide within the country. That is the problem in itself. This is why nothing can be accomplished. Nothing rational, at least, anyways. The people in power have no issue spending your tax money, your hard-earned money, on stupidity. They can agree on stupidity, but when it comes down to budgeting, rational thought, and actually making laws that actually will do you a justice and actually help you out, they're dumbfounded. Gridlocked in the biggest bipartisan uncompromise you'd ever see in your entire life. You want to talk about a spending spree here? I guarantee if they do lose power, we're talking tens of trillions of dollars that they're going to want to spend. And you know where it's going to go? The Green New Garbage deal. I guarantee it. Now, I am 28 minutes here into the first part of the show. I have to take my first scheduled timeout. Stay tuned. I have much, much more to discuss when we come back. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. 
In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage. They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service. Area code 419-560-6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash, from Political Theater. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all natural hand poured soy wax melts. All natural, chemical free face, body, hand, feet, and lip scrubs. Chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies. They also create hand painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion. The perfect gift for loved ones. And with the holidays just around the corner, 
who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer. Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsandwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions. And tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial, or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. My friends, how many people here have a driveway or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired? Well, I have a great company here. It is KB, the Gravel Guy LLC. Now they are located in mid-Ohio, in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company. They will come in, completely redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well. KB, the gravel guy, can take care of that for you. Now, I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB, the gravel guy, or you can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231, or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB, the gravel guy, for all of your gravel needs. Oh, 
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, coming in from the first part of our first commercial timeout. <clears throat> I've got uh, Sweet Fantasy here by Mariah Carey. Uh, old classic song there. It's also featured on the movie Free Guy with uh, star Ryan Reynolds. If you've ever seen that movie, it's actually quite comical. It looks like they've actually planned on doing more than just one movie. It looks like it's going to be several. Um, so that, that could be something interesting to come. Now, getting back into the swing of the news here, I was talking about the uproar from Nancy Pelosi Democratic Party on especially her comments that she made about illegal immigrants and their need to stay in Florida for, well, for, for picking them crops. Well, she's also in news again as well, uh, not for so much the comments that she made against immigrants, but she's also being attacked on her failure as the House leadership, uh, and this is after the um, the Stock Act <clears throat> that was bipartisan agreed upon got fizzled out pretty much, and now you have her own party <clears throat> and many others stating that they would like to have new leadership. Well, if we could have our say in November, and I'm hoping we do, and I say we, I mean the American people. I'm, I'm hoping the Democratic Party loses power completely, and you will have new leadership. But I've got this article here. It's, it's by Fox. It says, uh, again, it's talking about the, 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 stack, the Stock Act that fizzled out. Now, if you don't know what the Stock Act is, you had a bunch of lawmakers get together. And especially after... Again, Nancy Pelosi and her husband have made out tremendously in the stock market with insider trading. That This is how most politicians, not just them, almost all of them, they cheat the system. If you and I was to have insider knowledge where we're getting money because of the inside knowledge, we'd be in jail. It's illegal for us to do, but not for people in office. Well, this is what that stock act was. It was to prevent lawmakers from inside training and having knowledge on it. They weren't even going to be able to, to basically sell or buy within the stocking trade system. So I'm going to read this article here. It says the House Democrat blasted House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Friday for a failure of House leadership by refusing to call up legislation to impose tougher stock trading regulations on members of Congress. Of course she's not going to do it. Folks, this is her bread and butter. This is how her and her husband have become so rich. It's not just her. Look at, look at Dr. Anthony DeFauci. He had inside knowledge about the whole issue with the pandemic. Where do you think he made all of his 
millions of dollars that he's going to happily retire on. He owns a majority of the stock in Pfizer, Moderna, all the companies that were responsible for the COVID vaccine, or dubbed the shot as I call it, the hoax, the lie. He is not the only one. Look at our sitting president right now, Joe Biden. You want to talk about insider trading with the company? Look at his family. Look at Hunter Biden. And all of his ties to the communist China and a lot of their stockholding companies that they have there. Why do you think the laptop scandal is such a big issue? It's a hot button that they're desperately trying to bury. That's one issue. Look, look at all of the senators, not just Nancy Pelosi. You have Republicans who are just as guilty, just as guilty. A vast majority of them have insider knowledge. This is what this bill was going to do. It was going to restrict them. Of course, they're not going. They're not going to destroy a way for them to get quick, rich. Why would they do that? It says Rep. Abigail Stronsberger, Democrat of Virginia said that she has been working with members since 2020 to call up a bill that would strengthen the provisions of what they're calling the Stock Act, a 2012 law that prohibits lawmakers from using inside information to profit from stock trading. It's a support for a complete ban on trading by lawmakers grew this year, but Spansberger accused Democrat Pelosi of California and other Democratic leaders of shutting it down. Well, of course they are. Again. It does not take a damn genius to figure this one out. Why would they shut the door to the money-making easy scheme that they have with insider trading? They are front row, first-hand knowledge of anything that goes on. They're going to use that to get rich. Why do you think any politician, any politician, I'm not even going to use names and I'm not even going to use political groups, any politician, why do you think they are so eager when they get elected and they get to Washington? to sit down in back doors with a lot of these companies and doing the dirty deals that they do because they have insider knowledge within the trading market of companies, within the stock market. They know that in four years, they may not be in a position to gain wealth again, so they're going to do it as fast as they can. And some of these individuals have been in Congress for so long. <laughs> they have ties into everything. Do you honestly think they're going to shut a door 
to make themselves extremely wealthy for them and their families, get out of town. They're not going to do that, folks. I, I just had to read this article again. If you if you want to see it, it's on Fox. It was on Newsmax. It was on Reuters. Again, it says Democrats attack Pelosi for failure of House leadership after Stock Act fizzles, calls for new leadership. It's a pretty good article, but I, I'm not bringing it up just to attack Nancy Pelosi. She just happened to be the individual that's been in the crosshairs here the last 48 hours. But it's just an example of why so many voters and individuals in America feel like they can't get ahead, that the system is rigged. It is. It is. It is rigged. This is why I don't really dabble that much in the stock market. You're not going to get rich off of it. And the only people that do, well, look no further. They're your politicians. And it's not because they they know the ins and outs of the system. It's not because they <laughs> their great gambling skills paid off. Nope. It's insider trading. They have the lowdown before it ever happens. You know, if I had a secret window or a back door into a facility that could tell me everything that was going to happen, good or bad, before it happened, well, I'd probably be a millionaire too. Now I'm going to switch gears uh, here for a second. And this one is... I wanted to talk about this because this has to do this has to do with <laughs> this has to do with Joe Biden. Joe Biden, we all know, we've known for a long time, is not cognitive how do I say this? He he does he he's got some some rocks that's 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 loose upstairs. He, he's missing a couple of brain cells. Uh, that's why I call him Dementia Joe. He, he's not running on all cylinders here, folks. I've known this since day one. Um, just because of the signs that he exerts. I, I was in healthcare for almost seven years. Um, I've seen thousands of patients with dementia different stages of Alzheimer's. And, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, he he's cognitively declining. I knew it for sure Easter of 2021 this year. I should say of last year, actually. And he showed it, he showed it again this year as well when he was talking to the Easter Bunny who was ever under that suit, probably a secret service agent on the white house lawn. They had to move him away from reporters. And then he was standing there talking to no one. Well, it happened again, this time, not with a bunny. Well, now Joe apparently sees dead people. 
I'm, I'm not talking about the Sixth Sense movie. I'm not trying to make a funny reference to that. Joe sees dead people, apparently. And why am I saying this? Well, he's now seeing individuals, Congress individuals, people in Congress, who, who are dead now, apparently. He's asking where they're at, why, where they're at in the crowd. I'm going to read this article here. It's from, I got this from Newsmax. It says, Stephen Miller to Newsmax. It says, Biden not cognitively present. Well, we've, we've known that. He has to read cue cards every day. And half the time he can't even read the cue cards and still gets lost. Read the article here. It says, President Joe Biden is not cognitively present and is putting the United States in danger as long as he remains in office. This is according to Stephen Miller, who served as a senior advisor for former President Donald Trump. And this is what he argues to Newsmax. He says every cabinet security needs to be asked whether or not they're going to be are going to invoke the 20, 25th excuse me, amendment. Miller said in an interview to Newsmax, Eric Bowling, on the balance. He said on Thursday night, he said he does not have the mental capacity to serve as the president of the United States of America. If he was in a nursing home, he would be in assisted living section, not the area where people are in a retirement community who are living their own lives and who are making their own decisions. He would be in a round-the-clock care section for someone who forgets who they are, where they are, and what they're doing. That's a big statement. Now, I, I had a funny cartoon. It was a political cartoon I seen yesterday. It, it came up on Facebook and... <laughs> I it was from Reuters. I I I I about lost it laughing. At a pi a picture of two guys in a cemetery. And they were digging up Ronald Reagan's grave. And the one guy was standing there and looking at the guy with the shovel who was digging up Ronald Reagan's grave and he said, "Why are you digging up a dead president? He's dead." And the guy with the shovel who's digging up Reagan's grave goes, well, I just figured he's, we have a better chance with this guy than we do with the one that's currently sitting in the White House. I was laughing hysterically. My wife kind of gave me a dirty look. And I, I showed her and she goes, that's terrible. And I, it, it, is a ter it is terrible, but it's the truth. I mean, I think we would have a better... A better country with a dead stiff than the one that we have trying to be rounded up and given cue cards on a daily basis and cognitively slapped around that we have in the White House right now. Now, Miller's comments come after Biden while speaking at a White House conference on nutrition hunger, and health, this was on Wednesday, asked the audience where Rep. Jackie uh, Wachowski was. This was just after two months after the Indiana 
Republican congresswoman was killed in an automobile accident in Indiana. This was in August. He knew this. He is completely cognitively diminished and it has deteriorized rapidly. Again, this is what Miller told Bowling on the balance. He also said with the world now being more violent, more dangerous, more unstable than ever before, he puts the United States in a dangerous situation. He said not just here, but on foreign policy and humanitarian efforts as well. Well, here's, here's what I have to say to this. Do I agree with, with Miller? Absolutely. I've been saying this for a while. I'm laughing as Joe Biden and his, his handlers are saying, well, we, we're going to have him in here for 2024. He's never going to make it. He's never going to make it. We are two years out. We are fastly approaching 2023. Three months. And we're going to be in another new year. Going on the third year of a Joe Biden presidency. We are no better off. We're worse. This country's in, in piss poor shape. I don't even know if the man will be here. I'm not saying something bad's going to happen to him. I'm not wishing that on him or anyone. So don't misconstrue what I'm saying here. Health-wise, with his decline, cognitively, usually the body follows. And he's not in good shape. And you can tell it. This is why I do feel sorry for Joe Biden. I feel bad because this is where his wife, someone who which is should should be caring for this individual, should care what happens to him. The people closest to him, this is where you step back and you look at your loved one and you say this is this is not good for their health. We need to step back. It needs to go to somebody else who can do a better job. But then you have to look at the other side of this and you go, well, who's that? Well, in the picture rings Kamala Harris. And I, folks, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. At this point, this is why I laughed so hard at the, the, the political cartoon of them digging up Reagan. At this point, even if Harris took over from VP to president, I'd still take the dead corpse. It's not funny, but it is. I mean, it shows you how how bad of a situation. It's you're damned if you do, we're damned if we don't. And the people down from her, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, oh my word. Now, I'll, I'll give it to Nancy Pelosi. At least she has <laughs> some cognitive thought process and and balls behind her a little bit in the aspect of she she is daring i mean look at her trip to overseas to to asia she didn't back down from the whole china threat so i will give her that 
But again, oh man, the, the people in line, if they do enact the 25th Amendment on Joe Biden, oh good Lord. It, it, it's not any better than him sitting there cognitively declining in the presidential chair. It was a good article, like I said, it's on Newsmax. If you want to read it, it's a, it's a good, good read. Now, speaking, speaking of the November election, speaking of the subcommittees and committees for the January 6th probe, all of the, the horse shit, as I like to call it, that's been just flowing out through Congress and these special counsel committees and these investigation parties. We've been hearing it for, for the last two years over Donald Trump, who's not even president. He hasn't even said officially that he's running, but they're treating it as such. I have this article here. It was on, it was on Reuters. It was also on Fox. I even seen it on Yahoo, believe it or not. It's on Google. The article here is Republicans, pro-lifers, victimized by political violence since Biden called Trump supporters threat to U.S. Here a month ago, Joe Biden went into Pennsylvania. I talked about this briefly. It was something out of like a Red Dawn movie. It was like if you watched Adolf Hitler up on a stage saluting his comrades and his troops and his people in Germany during World War II, going on about how everyone in the world is evil and not worthy. That's what Joe Biden's speech was. I was waiting for the communist flag of China to come down behind him in that speech. And it was 45 minutes of just nothing but hate. I'd never seen anything like it. And then there's Joe from his cue cards just hammering away at the at the podium. And you talk about political violence and hate spewing from his mouth. I'm surprised he didn't say go out and lynch all these people. Well, this article asks a very important question. Where is all the committees looking into the violence that's been perpetuated by Joe Biden since that speech? You know, the January 6th committee wants to go after Donald Trump for insurrection and inserting violence into his speech that basically gave full steam ahead for the January 6th riot on the Capitol. They want to blame him for that. Now, he said nothing in that speech. You can listen to the whole entire speech that Donald Trump gave. There was nothing that he said about violence. But yet you have Joe Biden in Pennsylvania just a month ago 
perpetuating violence to Trump supporters and conservatives. Pro-lifers. You name it. Where is the investigations? Where, where are the committees investigating Joe Biden? It's as bad as Chuck Schumer. Everybody remembers Chucky Schumer last year. What did Chucky Schumer say? On the footsteps, on the footsteps of the Capitol building, what did he say? What did he say to the justices on the Supreme Court on some of the potential rulings that they were looking at? Roe versus Wade was one of them. That they better watch their backs. He was coming for them. People were coming for them. You need to go to their homes. You need to get in their face. You need to get in their family's face. If they go to a restaurant, you need to, you need to go after them. We've had other Democratic senators do that. Look at uh, Maxine Waters. Same thing. You better get out there. You better get in their faces. You better get in these Republicans, these conservatives' faces. You better tell them they're not welcome. Get out of the restaurant. Shove them. If it becomes violent, so be it to get your word across. Remember that? Isn't that against the law? Isn't that a crime? Where's the investigations? There's none. So this article is making a good point here. I'm going to read it. It says, several instances of political violence, many with victims supporting conservative causes, have occurred since President Biden warned that the alleged threat that supporters of former President Trump pose to the country, including attacks on anti-abortion activists and political uh carnivores and the murder of an 18-year-old in North Dakota. This is what I'm going to read to you that he said here. He said, Donald Trump and the mega-Republicans represent an extreme extremism that threatens the very foundations of the Republic. This is what President Joe Biden said. It was on September 1st in Pennsylvania. He also said it in Philadelphia. This was this earned widespread criticism from conservatives and even some on the Democratic Party. Again, you know the only reason why? For their group on the far left? November is coming. It says in the days leading up to the Philadelphia speech, Biden said that mega Republicans embrace political violence and their entire philosophy is almost like semi-fascism. I'm not kidding you here. Now folks, I am I am 29 minutes into this here. I have to break. I looked at the clock. Uh, I've got to go to my last commercial timeout. When I come back, I'm going to finish up what I'm talking about here. I've got a couple more articles before this sh- the show ends for the night, so stay tuned. I will be right back.
time, a word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones. As antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that, antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On the Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, grand millennial, granny chick, artwork, and very nice jewelry. Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one in a lifetime moment, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly, and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. 
Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.nineheartsstumpremoval.com or send your questions to info at nineheartstumpremoval.com. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect exterior cleaning and services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at proselect.es at gmail.com for more information. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Gilead, Ohio. Tailored massage, therapy, and wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567 233 32 88 Yeah All right here we go Yeah yeah
away from G-Bird. And it'll work like first. New York to LA, Hawaii, Japan. I'm a motherfucking man. This I'm feeling like I am. Got a whole wide world in the palm of my hand. But don't give a goddamn. I'm saying I am. What that even mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Why not? There's everybody got a bomb out. P.O.P. It'll be me and that'd be what I rhyme about. I have a vibe on your rappers on time out. But I'm back where you at. Everywhere worldwide. I know you've been waiting for this world to collide. Real double over and take a little for no. I'm about to take a bill and take a party and send it to Lorian. I am the historian, but hit him in my pedestal. Ladies and gentlemen, here I got Miles and Running here. It's by Logic, and it's a uh, good song. It's it's been around here for about four years, and um, I, I I like all different types of music. It doesn't matter what it is. And yes, yes, I do like rap. Doesn't bother me. I have a lot of people shake their head at me like, really, you like rap? I, I like all forms of music. I don't have one particular style over another. So, yes, I do like rap. I do like all types of music. Now, I am going to get into the last couple of news articles here that I have. Getting back into what I was discussing before I, I went to our last commercial timeout, I was talking about how, again, you have, you have pro-lifers, Republicans, conservatives who have been vandalized because of the, the, the political violence threat that Joe Biden put out here on September the 1st. And people are asking again, like him and many other Democratic politicians who have made threats. Where's the committees at? Where is the investigations? Where's Where are the hearings about the victims who are coming out and saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm being vandalized here. I'm being tormented daily. I've been assaulted. Where's the investigations? Well, there are none. So why am I bringing this up? Well, again, this is a double standard. This is a double standard in what's going on in Washington, D.C. I find it astonishing, astonishing, that there is no investigations on any of the Democratic Party, or when there is, it is swept under the rug. Did everybody hear here, oh, it was about four days ago, did anybody hear about the, the comments out that came out from the DOJ and the FBI? It had Senator Rand Paul up in arms, pissed. He, he went on national TV, was ranting because the DOJ came out and made a comment stating that there was no censorship of conservatives going on on social media platforms 
here in the United States. I I chuckled at that. You had Rand, you had Senator Rand Paul in there. He was just irate, beside himself. Could not believe that they they came out and handed that down, that load of garbage. That conservatives are not being victimized and 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 censored on free speech, especially on the internet, on on social media platforms. They're not being targeted. I don't know why he got so mad. It's it's very obvious how weaponized and out of touch the DOJ has become. And there's only one answer for it. It's the same thing when it comes to any type of branch of the government. This is what happens, and our founding fathers warned us of this, when you take small government, government, excuse me, and you make it extremely large. You grow it. It becomes completely out of control. The branches in which everything is supposed to work on each other, the checks and balances are are thrown out of whack. When you have large government like this, different bodies, this is what happens. There is no one to keep the DOJ in check. No one. You would have to go out and completely erase that branch of all and purge it of all of the individuals that's at the top of the branch. And then you have people and and I and I hear this on the radio all the time. I hear this on TV all the time and I don't agree with it. It's well, it's the individuals at the top that's running the DOJ that that are the the, the bad eggs. Everyone working the agents, they're 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 not to blame. No, they are. They are. And I know most people are going, oh my word, Mr. Nash, come on. You're a soldier. You listened or no, there is a thing called an unlawful order. I'll be honest with everybody. I got in trouble when I was in Iraq, folks. I had a sergeant. I'm not, I'm not going to name this individual's name. He didn't like me. He tried to make the first four months in Iraq, the year I was there, a living hell. This is back in 2010. Because I ran against the grain in which he was. He didn't like how I, how, how I was, who I was. And when you cause friction, even if it's not intentional friction, you make fire. That's just a fact. And you have the agents that's working there in the FBI. You have a lot of bad eggs in there. I am so tired of hearing people go on about, well, it's just the people at the top. No, it's the whole damn agency. This is what happens when you corrupt it. From the top down, it's the trickle effect. Look at the articles that I talked about here, what's been going on. I've been talking about this for over a year and a half. Now, all of a sudden, the last two weeks, it has become a firestorm because of the wokeness in the military. Then they were talking about the Air Force. Where the hell have you people been? This has been going on since I got out. That was back in 2011. 
this was going on. That was under Barack Obama. Where the hell has everyone been? Well, it's just becoming wokeness because of Joe. No, it hasn't. This has been going on. It was going on when I was getting out of the military. They were doing away. Well, well for starters, they were they were putting this whole issue in with transgenders. They had to have their own barracks, their own set of standards. And I seen that. I thought then and there, you're going to turn this of the American army, the fighting cognitive machine it is, into a bunch of pansies. We're going to be as bad, if not worse, if if war would ever break out than Russia's army doing right uh, what they're doing right now, fighting against their own people in Ukraine. It's an embarrassment. And that's what we're going to be. We're going to become a laughing stock. When you have people, when you have the remaining of, of World War II veterans come out and say, this isn't the country that I've, I fought for. This isn't the policies I fought for. These aren't the people that I, I fought for their freedoms for. It's unrecognizable. What the hell does that tell you? Now, I'm not going to get into this whole article here. It's a good read. Again, it's titled Republicans, Pro-Lifers, Victimized by Political Violence Since Biden Called Trump Supporters Threat to U.S. Again, it's on many major outlets. You can look it up yourself. It doesn't require me to hold your hand to do that. Now, I've got another, I've got two more articles here. The next one is from The Hill. And I, th this one came out today, October the 2nd. Title of it is it's for, it's for their campaign division here on The Hill. It says, Why Democrats Face Big Test with Black Women in 2022. They're, they're talking about the November election. November's coming. It says, advocates calling on the Democrats to, Democrats to step up their message on voting rights and abortions to black women especially, arguing it is critical that the party turn out the key constitutionality to hold on to the majorities in the Senate and the House. I love this part of this. It says, state laws curbing abortion rights and the ability to easily vote disproportionately affect black women, making both silent issues to energize a powerful voting block for the Democrats. <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? This is another piece of garbage article from The Hill. I go to the Hill. Sometimes they have good articles, but here of lately, they have had just nothing but smear political garbage. This is one of them. And if you want to read this, like I said, I gave the article title here. It's Why Democrats Face Big Tests with Black Women in 2022. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Why? And I know people can say, well, it's your opinion. I get that. I'll tell you why, though. They spell it out right here, black and white, the first four paragraphs of this article. They're race baiting again. Here we go. It's back to Jim Crow law 
back to Joe Biden's Jim Crow paradise whenever the Democrats hit a snag when it comes to a pivotal election. Here we go again. Jim Crow 2.0. We're going to start screaming that. You know what this rolls back to? It's the Democrats going out again screaming, them damn conservatives. They, they've, they've managed to block us at the, at the voting pools. That you got to show ID. You got to show your current address. You got to show up mandatorily to vote to prove who you are. They're destroying the black vote for us. Okay, for starters, for starters, no one is curbing anything. This is what this article was, is proclaiming. That Republicans and conservatives have somehow managed to make it to where voting is going to be restricted for certain ethnic groups. Primarily black voters and black women. Because you have to show ID in certain states. You got to show up to vote. Oh, how the sky is falling. Look, it's it's not this this is not restricting anybody from voting. I want to ask every listener, even if you're a new listener turning in, if you're if you're 18 years of age and you're a registered voter, I don't care what party you vote for. I don't care if you vote for no party. I don't care if you go in and write in individuals for a write-in candidate. I don't care. You know one thing at the voting pool. They always ask you what? Two things. I, at least this is what I'm asked. Here in Marion, Ohio, when I go down to vote, this is what they ask me. We need to see your driver's license. Can you state your name, your, your current address? Has anything changed? That's it. That's all they ask me, folks. You put your driver's license into their little machine there. It takes your information, validates who you are. They give you your slip. You go vote. How hard is that? I'm not being restricted from voting. How the hell is anybody being restricted? I don't care what state you're in. How is that restricting anybody from voting, especially black women? No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm reading this article here and it's saying it's restricting them from being able to go in and for, for their voting rights to vote against abortion and critical party issues that's facing a majority of Americans here in the United States. This is what they're saying. What? So let me get this straight. If you if you're against abortion for your state, because the Supreme Court kicked it back and said it's the state's it's the state's decision. Let's say you want to go vote for your state on abortion laws and rights. Let's say it's up for a vote. You're telling me a black woman can't go in and, and vote. How hard is it to show ID? are some form of identification. 
Next, it's going to be, I, I can already hear this chiming in the breeze somewhere. Well, women can't go in, especially black women, and vote because they don't have ID. So therefore, they're being told they can't vote. You just have to show some form of ID. How hard is that? How, how hard is that? If a 93-year-old man or woman can drive down to a voting station, I've seen it year in and year out. Elderly people with canes, walkers, wheelchairs, if they can manage to get their asses in there, show some form of identification and go vote, you're telling me a black woman cannot go in and vote? have some form of identification. She, she's, she, you're telling me she can't go in and vote. That is the argument here over key issues. Somehow they're just burdened to the point they, they can't go in and vote. That is the most hogwashed bullshit article I've ever read here. Some of this here in the last three weeks that's come out of the Hill is worse than the Washington Post. I kid you not. It makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Their, their, their arguments stand up to nothing. It's, it's like this ability to go in, it says here, and the ability to go in and, and vote early. Some states don't allow it. Conservatives have pushed back so much that it's, it's restricting people from early voting. No, it's not. Look at the lie that they tried spewing about Georgia in early vo voting. What did we find out? The new laws that they had passed made it easier for people to get in and vote earlier. Again, you know what the problem was? The problem was, again, they came out and said, you have to have a form of identification. We have to make sure you are who you say you are. And everybody in, in the Democratic Party threw a shit fit. It goes right back into what I'm talking about, folks. With this whole issue at the southern border. With them wanting to make illegal immigrants members of the United States. They, they want to make them citizens without going through the proper vending or channels legality. This is all about, we don't care who you are. We don't care if you voted multiple times. We don't care if you're not who you say you are. As long as you go in and you pull that lever with a D, we don't, we don't care. We do not care. But if the shoe's on the other foot, oh by God, we, we, we don't want to hear you, you whiners. We don't want to hear you conservatives, you Republicans, you independents, you write-in candidates. We don't want to hear you. There's no cheating. How dare you accuse us? So if you want to read this, what I call the bullshit article, I'm sure there's going to be more of them as November approaches. Especially probably if it's your state. 
especially if it's a blue state or one that's in jeopardy of flipping seats. You're going to read more about this garbage, I guarantee it. Now, the last news article that I have, it was on all the major outlets. Comes, uh, came out here the 29th of September. I've been holding on to this for the last couple of days. I, it's just one of those ones I, I scratch my head about. Title of the article here, it says, Planned Parenthood Doctor Tells Congress Men Can Get Pregnant. This is Medicine. Oh, you have to listen to this. This is a Planned Parenthood doctor told a House hearing on Thursday that men can get pregnant and have babies. It says men can have pregnancies, especially trans men, said Dr. Bravik Kumar, the medical director for primary and trans care at Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast. It says Coomer was testifying at a House Oversight and Reform Committee hearing called by Democrats to discuss how restricting abortions can harm parents. He was replying to a question from Rep. Andrew Clade, Republican, who uh, interrupted Coomer and specified that he was asking if biological men can become pregnant. Somebody with a uterus may have the capability of becoming pregnant, whether they're a woman or a man, Coomer said. That doesn't make a difference. You had the senator reply then, okay, we're done here. Not every person with a uterus has the ability to become pregnant, Kumar continued. This is medicine, he said. As so Senator Clyde rejected that answer and said that basic biolo- biology holds that men and women have different chromosomes that make the two sexes different and gives only women the option of bearing children. He's absolutely 100% correct. You know, I I don't even need to go into this article anymore. You can read it yourselves. Why am I bringing it up? Because here we go again. Facts, actual science, the, the word of God and his placement of what men and women are out the window out the extreme window with the Democratic Party. And I get hate mail all the time. You're always attacking the Democrat. How do you not, with the amount of garbage that we have to read about every day, this is drivel. Sitting here fighting in a Senate hearing about abortions about how it's affecting parents, especially trans parents. That men can get pregnant. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just say this now. A man cannot get pregnant. We are not 
seahorses. If you're saying, why did you say that for Mr. Nash? A seahorse can carry a baby. Go to the Discovery Channel and go look up seahorses. A male seahorse cannot get pregnant. The female gets pregnant. She gives the egg over to the male seahorse. He releases the babies when they're born. He doesn't give birth to them. But we're not a seahorse. Go ahead and break this down. Parental discretion is advised. Men have sperm. We give it to the females when you have sex with someone of the opposite sex. The female's reproductive system take over. The sperm fertilizes the egg. An embryo develops, develops into a baby, and then the woman gives birth. Folks, that is science. Factual, biological science. It has been this way since the dawn of time. Not just with humans, with anything. Anything that has two distinctive sexes of male and female. Any mammal produces this way. I'm sorry to burst anyone's bubble. And this whole issue with, well, men can have a baby. This is trans. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If, if you have a woman who's posing as a man and she's claiming she's a man, she's not a man. I'm pretty sure if you take off the garments of clothes, you're going to find out that that's a woman. So the fact that a woman can have a child, absolutely correct. Not a man. We're not equipped. Not in that aspect. Pretty cut and dry. And for all of these people that's out there going, you're wrong, you're wrong, Mr. Nash, you're wrong, you're so wrong. No, I'm not. Here's a great example I want everyone to look at, especially if you're these college Students who want to fight this issue about there isn't a male and a female sex. There's not a distinction between the two. If there's not a distinction between the two, and I know there are fights about, well, this has just come to pass about, no, no, there is no just now coming to pass with new biological scientific evidence. There isn't. There never has been anything that's differed between there's two sexes, male and female. Great example. Go back the last 40 years. You can go back farther than that. Just go back 40 years. Look up every scientifical biological book on sex and reproduction. It's all going to say the same thing, especially within the animal kingdom as well. Never changed. Never going to change. Fact. Now that is all the time I have for tonight's show. Again, I will be back next Sunday. That should be again on October the 9th. I'm just too slammed here this week. Again, if I'd like to give a shout out and a thanks to all of my listeners, I would like to thank anyone tuning in that's new. Please come back. 
if you're a company who would like free advertisement, there's three ways to get free, free advertisement on my show. You can contact me, 740-802-7936, or you can go to politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. Or lastly, look for me, Charles Nash, on the Political Theater Facebook page. You can't miss me. Face, red, white, and blue, big political theater backdrop. Can't miss it. So that is all the time I have for tonight. I will see everybody here, back here on October the 9th, next Sunday, for another great show with more articles and more news, more craziness as we head into November and the midterm elections. So this is going to be me signing off. Everyone have a pleasant week and have a good night.